You're now listening to the Grow Together podcast, the official podcast of the Grow Together community, a place where no one gets left behind on their self-discovery and personal growth journey. And now, here's your host, Luke Burrows. Hey guys, welcome back to the Grow Together podcast. In today's episode, I sit down and chat with Sam Winsbury, who is a young entrepreneur and personal brand consultant based here in the UK. So I chat with Sam on this episode of the podcast as we dive into his personal growth journey, his entrepreneurial journey. We discuss online community, social media, your inner circle, the people that you surround yourself with, and just really dive into all these things to provide some really, really interesting perspectives. And uh, yeah, Sam really delivers on the value side of things in this episode, guys. So with that said, let's dive into this episode of the podcast with Sam Winsbury and hear what he has to say about social media, about online communities, about building a strong inner circle and um, diving into his personal growth and entrepreneurial journey. All right, guys, welcome back to this episode of the Grow Together podcast. In today's episode, I have Sam Winsbury here with me. Uh, really looking forward to this episode, guys. Sam, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. No worries. So, Sam, you are a valued community member of the Grow Together group, and um, you know. So, for those who don't know who you are, maybe you know they haven't come across you in the group or whatever. Um, could you uh, kind of explain a little bit in terms of who you are, what you do, um, and then I will. Um, ask some questions around that and we, yeah we'll just dive into it and just really have uh, a conversation around that. Sure yeah so I'm currently in my third year at university at uh, Birmingham studying psychology. Whilst I've been at university I got into a few sort of entrepreneurial ventures. I've always had well for quite a while I've had sort of entrepreneurial tendencies if you like. I'd like, I'd like to sort of pursue my own things. Um, so I started doing traditional sort of marketing work in my first and second year. And then it was about a year ago, actually, I started, I was big on LinkedIn. I was using it a fair bit. And I started having people sort of reach out to me with help on their own profiles. So at that point, I just transitioned into coaching people how to build their own personal brand over on LinkedIn. We use Facebook a little bit as well. Um, but that's sort of a snapshot of what I do. Awesome. Yeah. So personal brand consultant, right? That's right. Yeah. Awesome. And so, um, how long have you been, uh, doing that for? And I'm kind of interested in, in, I love it when I bring students on because it's kind of, I'm really interested in how they balance university with running their own business, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. So in terms of the personal brand consultant specifically, you've been doing that coming up to a year now. Um, and to your point about how you balance university life and, um, being entrepreneur is for sure it's difficult <laughs> there's no point sort of dressing it up and saying it's it's always amazing and giving this sort of unrealistic representation of being entrepreneur that you see on instagram or whatever quite often it is difficult for sure um, but balancing it sort of it comes down to experience a bit as well i think so there was a time probably my second year at university that i wasn't great at balancing time and not in the sense of letting grades drop or not making progress in any of my ventures. It was more a case of doing too much in both, right? So I'd work really hard all the time and eventually burn myself out, which in the long run doesn't really help because you end up doing, say, two or three weeks of really strong work and then mm. you burn out for a week and 
you're sort of off it completely and you just lose all sort of momentum. I don't know if there's anyone listening that is a student or even if you have your own, if you have a job, if you have a nine to five as well as sort of starting a side hustle, I guess there's just a sense of listening to your body and your mind and knowing that your health is far more important than sort of any other thing you can do. Health before wealth. Mm. And so what are some, um, I don't know if you have any like habits or routines or anything that you do now that helps you to not burn out. Meditation is a big one. Yeah. Um, discovering that in, in my second year was huge because it just sort of finds, it gives you a way to sort of just find tranquility and, and peace and switch off. And even just doing, say, 30 minutes of meditation can feel like you've had hours of sleep, right? Um, so discovering that was a big thing. But you can do those, that sort of thing at night, improve your sleep quality. You can do it in the morning to set yourself up so that you're sort of more productive which helps massively. And you can do it in the middle of the day as well if you're going through a sort of lull. So that was a big thing. The second big thing for me was actually having a routine. Doing, when you do the same things every day, it's, it becomes habitual, right? You don't really have to, to think about it. So if you have a, a morning and a night routine, it just makes that whole process easier, which takes a lot of the stress off. And you can even transform that into your work habits, which is what I've started to do recently where you have the same work routine every day. Whether you do that for all of your work or not, it can get quite repetitive. Um, mm. So obviously you want to vary a little bit. But having a set number of tasks you do every day and you can just tick over and do an autopilot is super, super helpful. For sure. I was um, so on my other podcast, I brought somebody on who um, I think, so they're also a student and yeah. they were about to set up like, I think they called them like theme days. So every day of the week, you know, like every week, each day would have like a certain theme. So maybe one day it's like creating content for the whole week. Yeah. And then, they, you know, they just schedule it out. Um, and so then they know like, oh, you know, today's Monday, it's content day or something, you know? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I found that as well. I, so I reserve Saturdays. I won't do any business work at all because it mm -hmm. just, it gives you a break so that you don't sort of, you don't get sick of it. You stay motivated. There's still things you need to do. And then Sundays I do the same, but with business work. So I'll create all my content on a Sunday and not do any uni work, which just gives the sort of balance that you need where you have a whole day off doing something. And yeah, as you mentioned it, you know what you're doing on that specific day and it just speeds the whole process up and makes it so much easier. For sure, man. And so in terms of your, like your personal growth, um, really interested about that as well i feel like you know being an entrepreneur running your own business and you know kind of you almost have to do like personal growth as well you know in order to Definitely. you know in order to grow your business so yeah i'm really curious in terms of the you know the personal growth transformation that you've been through yeah sure so i think 90 percent of it actually comes from realizing that there is room to improve and being mm -hmm. open and, and fine with that you know not knowing that you're not the finished article you know, as, as a 20 year old you're obviously not going to be but sort of whatever your age just accepting that there are ways to improve and that's fine is, is a big thing and sort of through the personal branding that I've done I like to sort of start on a foundation of personal development right because you can you can post all this content online and, and try and build a business and whatever but if it's not set on good foundations it's just going to break down I actually made a post about this today actually um it's like building a house on sand right mm. it's any wind it's just going to fall over 
everyone knows the parable if you build your house on rock it's much more stable it's stronger so once you have that foundation of personal growth and personal development it's sort of it's far easier to do everything else um, so for me specifically it's sort of the first and second year of my university were reasonable in terms of my own development but it was in the second year where I started to pursue this more that it it became more apparent and more important for me yeah and so what are some things that you've done to like in the second year I'm just kind of interested that you maybe didn't do in the first year just like reflecting on it that have helped you to you know um, up that personal development um, there's a few things here so books great resource yeah people sort of undervalue books these days but you don't really realize the value of getting them until you sort of accept that they're written by some of the most successful people in the world, especially big books are going to be written by successful people who have been there, who've been in your position and grown. Um, so reading is a big thing. I'm not the quickest reader. It takes me quite yeah. a while. So audio yeah, books. Same, <laughs> same. Yeah. I'm, I'm afraid it's just like, you know, so I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just finding solutions to that through audio books or whether you read summaries, just find a solution, find a way to consume books. The second I think is mentors. So people have actually, if you can find a mentor that's been in your position specifically, it's super helpful. Um, just to not only listen to what they have to say, but watch what they do. So watch how they act, observe how they speak to people, how they conduct themselves is a huge thing. Um, so actually getting a few mentors was, was massive for me. And you'd be surprised how many people are actually open to mentoring you. Uh, if you approach it in the right way and come from a, a genuine place. Um, so some specific things that I think I've developed is a confidence. It's been a massive one. I wasn't overly confident in my first two years um, growing businesses, which is probably, I think, most of the reason why um, I didn't have as much success. So confidence was huge, and that came from affirmations. So reading daily affirmations was super, super helpful. Awesome, man. Um, and I'm interested in, so I talk a lot about, um, like podcasts and that in terms of our environment, you know, and our social circle and everything. And obviously you, um, being a fellow young person and everything, I'm interested by, you know, like your friendship group or, you know, the people around you. Um, so pretty much like I don't hang around with anyone that I used to because they thought, you know, me building a business was kind of like you know crazy like going to the moon or something you know so yeah. you know now with like you know so you mentioned um when we spoke about like uh well you mentioned affirmations obviously um like mindfulness and everything and just like the whole personal growth like people i used to hang around would think that's like completely alien so i'm interested if one like your opinion on that if you think like that's a young person type thing because most people are maybe doing other things like partying or whatever it is and so they don't take personal growth seriously um so yeah i'm just kind of really interested fellow young person um on your thoughts about that and your own experiences really sure yeah it's a great point so entrepreneurship especially when you're you're very young can be a lonely place which i've certainly found so i think it's important to know that often people speak about sort of your inner circle the people you spend the most time with and don't spend it with people that are just wasting their life away um, which i think is true to an extent but it's important i think to remember that when you become an entrepreneur it doesn't mean you instantly have to cast away all the friends you've ever had mm. like you can still have that even if they're not entrepreneurial at all you can still have that 
friendship group away from business. I think it's actually healthy to have that, um, to have a sort of escape and a way to just switch off with people that you, you've liked for years or whatever. At the same time, it is important to understand that the people you surround yourself with the most are going to have the most impact on you. And whilst your closest friends might be great to switch off, taking sort of career or life advice from them, if they're not sort of on the same path as you or don't have the same outlook as you, might not be the most sensible. And that's where I think it's important to sort of find that more engaged or, or professional group of friends that have a similar outlook to you, have similar goals to you and want to achieve similar things to you. I'm not saying that anyone's group of friends don't want to achieve things, but having sort of a, a very aspirational tight knit group around you can be really helpful. Um, which is where LinkedIn actually came in for me. One of the first reasons I went there um, to connect with these sorts of people. And there are, if you're young, there's hundreds of young people out there that are doing the same thing. And so then again, that fits it really into something else that I talk about is in terms of using social media as a way to help you to connect with people, build community, you know, and like going into it with like a purpose, if that makes sense, like going into sure. it to connect with people um like-minded people and that so um so yeah like i think then it fits it fits into that if that makes sense yeah yeah 100 percent. i mean i so i used to i used to have instagram last year i made the switch from using instagram to using linkedin because mm. my instagram use was purely recreational just switching off scrolling from a feed and it wasn't particularly healthy so i decided to just delete that because I, any of my close friends you can keep up with anyway. So I didn't need it for that. I was really just following people's lives that I didn't care about and mm. getting annoyed at how much fun they were having, right? So deleted that and, and focused on LinkedIn and got a much sort of healthier online environment, which I think has been key in the last 12 months. Um, and kind of going back to what we're talking about in terms of like social groups, I like I like what you said there because I think sometimes there is this message like, people that we've grown up with you know we just have to, like disregard because now you know we're on this kind of personal growth and entrepreneurial path and and you know I think there is like a fine balance between the two so for me like when I was first you know like really excited starting my first business um and obviously you know you would tell family and friends and everything um like when they laughed at me I was like huh you know, like if that was like the other way around, I would have been like there supportive, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. I think it's for people to look at their own um, kind of, you know, unique kind of situation, if that makes sense. And because there are people who have supportive friends when they go out and do entrepreneurial things. Um, and you know, there are some other people that don't, you know, so it's just basing, like making that decision on whatever you know, our listeners, whatever their personal circumstances, like making the decision on that, but knowing that your environment and your inner circle is just super important. Yeah, for sure. And I think, as you mentioned, there is a balance with that, with the close group of friends that you have. I wouldn't say to fear telling them about your business. I would actually encourage people to, to share with their friends what they're doing, because that's when you'll find out who's actually mm -hmm. a true friend and who's going to be there to support you. And you'll find that some people do. I've found that myself, is that some people are actually really supportive and though they're not on their own entrepreneurial venture they're still interested in personal development so they get behind you on it but you will you will inevitably find some people that that do laugh at you and that don't really care and that's when you can sort of say okay this person might not be best for my personal development um so i'll probably spend less time with them and more time with the people that are actually pushing me forward 
kind of moving on to what you do for um you know like a business with like personal branding and everything you know you kind of touched on that and like how you got into it um what is it about like you know consulting people being a consultant coaching people that you find um i suppose like fulfilling you know because we all want to do something that's you know fulfills us and everything and i'm kind of interested in terms of what you do like what part of it you love you know yeah. and um and like i suppose why is like more the deeper reason of why you do what you do you know yeah so one of the reasons i i like personal branding more than just traditional marketing per se is that you actually get to work with other business owners entrepreneurs founders who are all inspiring in their own right so whilst i might be serving them with how to build a personal brand i'm getting so much value from them just because of the experiences they've been through the value they can give and it's it's just sort of inspiring at the same time as as it's worked right so that's fantastic and in terms of getting fulfillment taking someone from a to b whether that's if it's their goal if it's a huge goal that they have actually being part of that journey and taking them and watching their development from from a to b is as i'm sure anyone can imagine hugely hugely fulfilling for sure and so kind of on that again this is something that i talk about quite often that and experienced myself like through my late teens and early 20s um you know i kind of really struggled with knowing what i wanted to do you know mm. ultimately i think a lot of other young people face that so what advice would you give or you know just your thoughts you know your thought process on that for um, or, you know, maybe you have friends or people that, you know, kind of come to you and like, you know, I have no idea what I want to do. Um, and maybe, you know, I mean, now people see me like doing what I do. And it's like, you know, you got it all figured out. And it's like, well, not really. Like you're always growing, you know, you're always improving in that. But um, yeah, it's just like really interested in your thoughts about that because, you know, you are yeah. actually at uni. So you're probably around, you know, students that are much more than I am now that, um you know you know have these thoughts and i suppose sometimes fears as well you know 100 percent. i think the first thing is knowing that that's perfectly fine yeah that's acceptable it's normal it's okay you're not it's not a bad thing that you don't know what you want to do um so once you've come to terms with that i think just trying out loads of different things it's almost like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks right get out there try lots of different things whilst you're young because it's the time to experiment it's the time to try out those things um experience different different roles different industries different types of work whether that's um, entrepreneurial work working a nine-to-five working remotely freelancing whatever it is just experience different types of work and see what you like the most we're at an age now where it's it's okay to do that it's the time to do it you're not going to get that kind of freedom in 10 years time and that was sort of part of the reason i got into entrepreneurship in the first place was just sort of this is the time to experiment and to take mm. a few risks because you've always got something to fall back on. So anyone that doesn't really know where they want to go, just get out, speak to people, get as much experience as you can. Because I think actually doing something is the only way to find out if you really want to, to do it for the rest of your life. You know, one question like I do uh, kind of refer to a lot is kind of like going into like the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial world, personal growth world and everything. Has there been anything that's not, uh, that's kind of, um, so I don't want to use the word shocked, but like you like really didn't expect going into it. Like for me, like I didn't realize the amazing like community that you can build by using social media, like we were talking about in a way where you're going into it with a purpose to connect with like-minded people. Like, you know, I have calls with people like the other side of the world, bring people on the podcast that again, like 
the other side of the world, like Brazil, the States, like wherever it is. Um, and I think that's something that is maybe like I never expected that like, w- you know, would happen, you know, especially like being from a small town, da- small town up in the countryside, you know, to be now be able to connect with all these amazing people. So I don't know if, if there's anything that you've, you know, just reflecting on it in that, that actually, if it's like through personal growth or for like your entrepreneurial journey that actually, you know, you never imagined like would happen or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So I think one thing is, is how welcoming the sort of entrepreneurial community mm-hmm. is, especially over on LinkedIn where I spend most of my time, people are actually really invested in what you're doing and care about you and, and will support you. So that was the first thing. I didn't really expect that. The second was just how accessible it is and what you can achieve regardless of, of your age, where you come from, what you're doing, you know, you see 15 year olds, even eight year olds now being mm. featured on TV shows for, for entrepreneurial ventures is just incredible. So it's just how sort of open and, and accessible it is. Obviously take that with a pinch of salt. Uh, an eight year old kid isn't going to compete the same level as a group of 45 year old financial, whatever with millions, mm. millions of pounds of backing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not, I'm not saying that by any means, but just accepting that if you get into, the entrepreneurial space there is opportunity regardless of where you come from your background how old you are etc you can achieve so that sort of staggered me and, and seeing success stories like that are, are really really inspiring for sure i think that isn't that what um gary v says like the internet doesn't kind of give a fuck kind of like who you are yeah. where you come from or you know like whatever it is you know like if you have an amazing product an amazing service like a story you know some way to help someone to provide value you know like the opportunity is there for you yeah yeah exactly and on on the flip side as well i think for a lot of the first and second year i blamed my age for a lot of things Mm. on the flip side of what we've just said you have to accept that there are still no excuses right people aren't going to say he's young so let's make an excuse if his service isn't quite as good you still have to push to develop yourself and to to be the best entrepreneur you can completely agree man um i do want to turn our attention a little bit to i suppose off theme of kind of everything with grow together because it's mostly around personal growth but i'm really curious around linkedin because uh you do spend most of your time over there and um you know from listening and following people like you know like gary v and everything um i hear it's like a really uh platform that's like on the rise in that so yeah um and obviously with you being a personal brand uh, expert and everything i you know just kind of wanted to get your take on kind of what's happening over on linkedin and why you know if people aren't using it right now you know the young entrepreneurs within the community or you know if they're thinking of starting a you know uh, a business or you know want to start to build their personal brands why linkedin's the place really sure yeah so the first thing is because the organic reach at the moment is so high mm-hmm. linkedin's in a similar sort of space to facebook was years ago where anything you post can, can easily get in front of 30 40 50,000 people um which i had at the start of my uh, linkedin journey i just literally posted a video talking about myself sort of introducing myself and it and it got about 30,000 views and oh, wow. anyone can just get on there and post and it, it can get traction so that's the first thing it's, it's easy to get people behind you people seeing you people knowing who you are the second is the sense of community on there mm there's a real sort of tight-knit group of entrepreneurs because LinkedIn is such a sort of business focused platform you get that group of like-minded people who are all supporting each other and all working towards a similar thing right? some sort of business goal so that builds an amazing sense of community that 
you can just grow and develop from. So even if you don't know what you want to do in life, LinkedIn is probably the perfect place to go to get these sorts of experiences and to speak to people that have, have been in different industries for 5, 10, 20, 50 years. Even if you're, if you're looking at being an entrepreneur, going into any sort of business, even being a physio or getting into something sport related or music related, there's people, there's professionals in those industries on LinkedIn. So it's, it's really the place to be. For sure. Absolutely, man. And um, I mean, you mentioned before in terms of mentors. So um, mm. how have you gone about like approaching mentors, whether it's like through LinkedIn or has it been mentors maybe in like the small business community, um, you know, like uni or, you know, kind of where you live, like how, how would you advise people to go around searching mentors? Because like, like you said before, the mentors are out there, you know, it's just how you approach them and that. Yes. The first thing I said is that anyone can be your mentor just mm. from you observing them online. You can sort of see how people act. If you watch a YouTube video of them speaking, you can see how they conduct themselves, how they speak, um, sort of values they hold. So you can really sort of make anyone your mentor if you really want to. In terms of getting a specific one-to-one -one mentor that you can talk to personally on a, on a frequent basis, I think the key is to build a relationship first. Don't just go straight in and say, hey, can you mentor me? You look really cool. I want to do what you do. Actually go in and, and sort of thank them for how inspiring they've already been or follow a bit of their journey, see what sort of content they're posting and engage with it and just sort of spark general conversation before you get into a mentorship conversation. And if you do that, you'll actually be surprised at how many people are willing to invest their time in you. If they see that you're truly being genuine and truly want to succeed in what they're doing, I'm confident that they'll, they'll invest their time and they'll make it worth it for you. That's it. That's it. Like, build, you know, build the relationship. You know, I think, um, you know, we, we touched on in terms of like social media. And I think people, um, like social media is a way of how, you know, you can connect with people to then build that relationship, you know? So yeah, just kind of like, kind of really want to stress that message and to use it in that way. And to understand like building a relationship takes time, you know, like um, it's not just going to be a few messages or whatever you know it could be jumping on a skype call a zoom call um jumping on the phone meeting up for a you know a drink or something you know and just that you know relationship building process it takes time yeah 100 percent. and i'm respecting that i think is a huge thing I'm not trying to push it too fast I'm not trying to sort of squeeze responses out of people straight away people are busy people have things to get on with so just i think respecting people's time and knowing that it's not going to happen in a day is really important well sam it's been awesome having you on the podcast before i let you crack on with your day uh, do you have any final thoughts or words of inspiration for our listeners yeah i just want to say be bold and, and reach out to people if you're young if you're if you're 30 if you're 50 whatever age you are just create the life you want be bold reach out to people and they'll be willing to help and thank you for having me on the podcast it's been a pleasure no worries. And so where can people find you online? Apart, you are obviously LinkedIn. But, uh, what is your LinkedIn? Um, I mean, um, before we jumped on here, you said you have a podcast. So where can people learn more about what you do? Um, and yeah, connect with you. Sure. Yeah. So the best place is always to find me on LinkedIn. My name on there is just Sam Winsbury. Should be fairly easy to get to me. I also run a podcast called In Conversation, which you can find on all major streaming sites, Spotify, etc. Um, or you can just go through my LinkedIn page to find it. It's probably the easiest thing. Um, got a Facebook group as well in which we're, we're doing some 
personal branding and a bit of development as well in there. So um, shoot me a message or whatever. Feel free to reach out. I'll be happy to talk to anyone. Awesome. Um, what's the Facebook group called? It's called the Profitable Personal Branding Group. There we go. So guys, I will link uh, Sam's uh, LinkedIn uh, podcast and Facebook group down in the description. So if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, check the uh, links down below. If you're listening on the podcast, the links will also be down in the description as well. Sam, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. No worries. So guys, I will be back next week for another episode of the Grow Together podcast. Have an awesome week and I will look forward to seeing you next week. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening or watching to this episode of the Grow Together podcast. The Grow Together podcast is available every Thursday as I bring on an interview with our community members here at Grow Together. If you would like to learn more about Grow Together, then head on over to our website, which is growtogethernetwork.com. That is growtogethernetwork.com. The two guys is the number two. So just pointing that out, so it's growtogethernetwork.com, where you can pick up our free personal growth plan workbook, learn more about our community and get access to a wide range of other content via our community blog. With that said, guys, have a great day.